Envy, Ye, and Charlemagne. Everybody that's anybody comes to the Breakfast Club. You know, you give voice to people that would be voiceless. Right now, your show has the pulse of the culture. Yeah. Everyone smells rich <laughs> and successful. Where y'all at now? Can't nobody tell y'all. Non-stop entertainment. The Breakfast Club. Wake, wake, your, wake your punk ass up. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. Oh, my goodness. It's Monday. I just had to check. I didn't know if Charlemagne was doing it from home. No, nah, he's not. He's not here yet. It is Monday, back to the work week, and today is our 11-year anniversary. The Breakfast Club has been on this radio for 11 years. Drop a bomb for the Breakfast Club, man. Yeah, they got us some balloons. Yeah, it keeps hitting me in the back of my head. I'm like, wow, they love us up here. We've been on here 11 years. Mm -hmm. Wow, who would ever thought? I wouldn't. 11 (laughs) years. Working with you guys. That's a long time to work with somebody. Yeah, it definitely is. Who's had their job for 11 years? Yeah, that's great. That's a great thing. What was your favorite? And there's fav- not a lot of morning shows that have lasted this long either. Hell no, not at all. It's not a lot of boy bands, not a lot of groups. Not Did a lot you just of- compare us to a boy band? Yeah, there's not a lot of everybody that's lasted this long. What was your favorite? Not fa- a lot of marriages. <laughs> not a lot of marriages that lasted this long either. What was your favorite moment on the uh, Breakfast Club? Uh, Christmas break. Christmas break, that's your favorite moment? Yeah. <laughs> that's your favorite moment. All right. What about you, Charlemagne? Charlemagne just walked in. Charlemagne, good morning. Yo. Turn his mic up. Oh, his mic's up. What's all the balloons well, for? Well, you want to tell us yours. Today is our 11-year anniversary. Hey, we've been doing this show for 11 years? 11 years. Envy, tell us mercy. your favorite moments while we wait for him to the, get it together. My favorite moment? Since you brought it up, I know you have one in your head. Nah, I actually don't. I think it's really, Charlamagne don't have his headphones. Look at him looking around. I don't have a favorite moment on The Breakfast Club, because I don't think The Breakfast Club is a moment. I think The Breakfast Club has been a movement for the past 11 years. Yeah. So to pick one moment, that's impossible, man. In fact... We've had some great ones. I think anytime we educate the community on something, especially something that we didn't know about, I think that's always a great, a great, great thing. Of course, the interviews, the fun stuff, but do you yeah, have headphones, bro? It's the interviews that's educating. It ain't us. Do you have headphones? No, I don't. I'm recovering from a hangover, bro. I'm going to tell you something. Being 43 years old, you, I can't not remotely drink like I used to. I don't know what happened Saturday night, but I must have thought bro, I was... today's Monday. What's the day? I know that. And this was Saturday night. Saturday night, you I must have thought... You still have a hangover from Saturday? Bro, yesterday, I thought I was going to die. I thought I had to go to the ER yesterday. I was so hungover. And I still feel it right now. Like, my bones hurt. Like, I... Because my wife turned 40 uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been literally... Drop a bomb for her, 40 minutes. Yeah, we've literally been celebrating for, you know, a couple weeks now. As you should. But, yeah, and Saturday... Saturday was rough, bro. That's all I'm going to tell you. But I, I, I was drinking like I was in my 20s, and I feel every bit of it in my bones right now. Mm. Literally right now. Mm-mm-mm. Like my knees hurt for no damn reason. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about the parents of the teenager, Ethan Crumbly. He was jailed on suspicion for killing four schoolmates and wounding seven of other people. The parents actually went missing, but they were found. So we'll give you an update on what's happening with their case. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. All right. Now, yesterday in football, the Lions beat the Vikings. The Buccaneers beat the Falcons. Cardinals beat the Bears. The Rams beat the Jaguars. Steelers beat the Ravens. The Chiefs beat the Broncos. Seahawks beat the 49ers. Washington team beat the Raiders. Uh, The Chargers beat the Bengals. The Eagles beat the Jets. 
The Giants lost to the Dolphins. Colts beat say the Texans. Say that one again. Say that one again. Say, say how the New York Colts, Giants lost to the Miami Dolphins. Colts beat the Texans. 20 to 9. Uh, and yes. now y'all fourth in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. We got the same record except y'all's is 4 and 8 and ours is 8 and 4. I understand yeah, that, Yeah, just want to throw that out there. I understand that, sir. Same numbers. I understand mm-hmm. that, sir. Now, Monday Night Football, the Patriots take on the Bills at 8-15. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, the parents of Ethan Crumbly. Ethan Crumbly is a teenager who was charged Wednesday as an adult with terrorism, murder, and other counts mm-hmm. and shooting and killing four people at, uh, at the school and also for wounding seven others in the Oxford area. Well, his parents were actually... Quote on the run. Now, they say they weren't on the run, that they were planning to turn themselves in, but they did miss a hearing that they were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And then because they didn't attend the arraignment, they actually became fugitives. And there was a search for them, according to authorities. They did find them 40 miles south of the Oxford area. They were actually at a building in Detroit. It was like a warehouse in Detroit. So they're claiming that they were they were planning on turning themselves in. But it uh, doesn't look like that. That's a level of privilege that only white people are afforded. Where they can decide whether they're on the run or not. Okay? If they, well, get, no. they get caught, they're no, like, yeah, oh, oh, oh we, weren't, we weren't on the run. You know? they, sh- they shouldn't get a bail because we were they turn ourselves run, in. Right? They, sh- they shouldn't have a bail because well, they were on the run. Well, their bond is $500,000 each. Still got a bond. Mm-hmm. For James and Jennifer Crumbly. Now, there's a lot of things going on. They're saying that the gun was locked that their son used at the shooting in the school. And according to... Uh, other reports, though, there were a lot of really fishy things happening. First of all, uh, the gun was bought November 26th, and, and the son, Ethan Crumbly, posted a picture of the gun on his Instagram account, mm-hmm. and he captioned it, just got my new beauty today, with the hard eyes emoji. The mother, Jennifer Crumbly, also posted about the gun on social media. She called it his new Christmas present, and she took him to a shooting range the weekend before the shooting at the school, according to law enforcement. Now, on Monday, the day before the shooting, a teacher saw Ethan Crumbly searching for ammunition on his phone. He reported it uh, to school officials, and Jennifer Crumbly did not respond to school officials when they called her about the conduct, but they sent a, uh, they said that they sent a text message to her son, and she said, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. Then on the day of the shooting, a different teacher was alarmed that he had draw, uh, draw, drew a semi-automatic handgun pointing at the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me. And they wouldn't take him out of school. He was allowed back into the class because the parents wouldn't take him out. Well, so she told him don't get caught about reading about ammunition, right? Right, about reading yeah. about ammunition. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. So the only thing that the parents did was if if they didn't allow, if they didn't lock that gun up, correct? Because you could take your child to the range, right? That's there's nothing against the law with that. But if you didn't lock that gun up and secure that gun. And that child was able to to, to, to steal that weapon. Yeah, that, the that's parents the are saying that he didn't have access, but what prosecutors are saying, it's very clear from the facts that he had total access to this weapon and the parents didn't secure the gun and they allowed mm. him free access to it. All right. So we'll keep you updated on what's going to happen. You think the parents should go to jail, though? Yes, if they didn't lock up that weapon, absolutely, positively. Mm-hmm. And all these social media posts make it seem like they bought it for him as a present. And she, I guess they kind of knew because she did text him, Ethan, don't do it. I think they said uh, before the shooting. She did? And they were at the That's school. That's what I read. They were at the school the day of and wanted them to take him out, and they wouldn't. So looks like there's some things that could have been done. Mm. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm Dallin. I'm Dallin. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm Dallin. I'm Dallin. 
all of you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. Who's this? Nikki, good morning, Evie. Nikki, good morning, good morning. Angela. Good, good morning. morning Peace, Nikki. I have a question. You guys were just talking about the shooting at the school. Mm-hmm. There has been, like, a note left at my son's school in the bathroom saying that there's going to be a shooting on December 6th today. And um, I told his dad that I didn't want him to go to school. His dad and I have a uh, split custody. Today is the day that his dad asked him. And I've actually had to beg them to leave him home today. And he's saying that he doesn't want to leave him home because he doesn't think that it's true because no shooter will let people know. That's that a damn lie. Yeah, that's a lie. That's, that's a damn lie. lie. That's what I'm trying to tell him. Yeah. But well, you know what? I would put my son out. I mean, I've had that case out in Jersey where uh, my kids got a Snapchat that some kid was talking a little too aggressive for me, and I, it didn't make me feel warm and cuddly, so I kept my kids on. I sent him different stories about different cases where the kids actually tweeted it, and then they did it. Yeah. Right. And, and he's saying, oh, the, it's, I don't think it's true. They just The kids don't want to go to school. But everybody else is saying they're not taking their kids to school today. But he said, oh, well, I'm off today. If something happens, I'll pull up and get them. No. Nah, nah man. Listen, this past Friday on my on my talk show, The God's Honest Truth, we had a guy named Alex Yablon, and he covers, like, um, you know, the, the, these gun cases. And he said there's always red flags. There's always something a kid left, some type of manifesto he's left on his social media or something a kid has written about, tweeted about. There's always red flags. That sounds like a huge one right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And there's nothing, there's nothing worse than getting a text that there was an active shooter or that it could be a shooter. That happened in my son's school, school, my son's school too, and I had to go get him. And ain't nothing like a feeling like that. So if you have a feeling like that, yeah. pull them out of school. Do what you need to do. They feel like the school should be taking that serious. The school should have everything. Even if they have school today, everything should be on lockdown. They should have dogs sniffing cars, people searching the kids, everything. They said that they don't see it as a credible threat. Well, well you do, thing, right? That thing that happened with the Parkland shooting... He tweeted about it. He told people about it. And yep. it actually happened. And the school didn't take it serious. Right. I would talk to you. So what about what are the other parents saying? Have you spoken to anybody else? Yes. Um, I know people, other parents that go to the school, they're not taking their kids. I posted the, because the the picture was airdropped to the school. So I got it. Um, I posted it on social media. It like about 350 people shared it already and everybody's saying that they're not taking their food, their kids to school today besides my son's dad. Well, I would put my son out at the end of the day. I would put my son out. I'll take yeah, that go all, get day, him. all day long. I would put my son out or my daughter out. Okay. Good luck, mama. Thank you. Yeah, I would definitely not let my child go to school, especially if the school ain't taking it serious. Hell no. Respect on the, nah, I'm Hello. cool. Who's this? Hello, Michelle. Hey, Michelle, get it off your chest. Okay, let me say this. First of all, good morning, Envy, Angela, Charlemagne. Charlemagne, I freaking love you. I love you more. But, but you have been surpassed now, DJ Envy. Hmm? I met you this weekend down in New Orleans, and um, you did this Christmas party. I went down for my girlfriend's uh, birthday weekend, and we were sitting in the lobby because the party was over. You were leaving, and I was telling all of them, I was like, yo, if I get to meet this man, this is going to be the highlight of my freaking trip, yo. I'm not playing. You were leaving, leaving the lobby. They saw you. I think I was on the phone. 
and they yelled out, oh, oh my God, hey, can we take a picture? Can we take a picture? You stopped. You didn't have no fake attitude. God, you were just so humble. You were so freaking nice. And when I turned around and I see this, I was like, yo, they only ain't listen to the Breakfast Club. I wanted the freaking picture. You came or you was like, yo, hey, come on, sis, take a picture. You started laughing. You are talking. I just appreciate you. But thank you. Because you, you didn't have to stop. And, dude, on that dance floor, you were freaking Wait, you were dancing? I just love it. I stayed on the floor. No, I was DJing. Was so, she I, was I thought Envy was on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, wait a minute. No, she said I had her on the dance floor. Well, thank you. Oh, okay. Shout out to everybody in New Orleans. <laughs> I had a great time. They, they did their first annual Christmas party. Yes. It was so many uh, black professionals in there. Y'all look so, so beautiful, man. It was so great. Attorneys and lawyers and doctors oh and so many professionals yes. at that party. Let me shout out to that law firm. What's the name of that law firm? It was the Wright and Gray Law Firm. The Wright and Gray Law Firm. Shout out to them brothers, man. They, they're doing a lot for the community. They're doing a lot for black people out there. So let me shout out to them. I'm glad you had a good time, Mama. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right y'all have a great morning. You too. Peace. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Alanda. Alanda, good morning. Get it off your chest. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about um, how, like, mental health in the black community is just, like, swept under the rug. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, I'm like, yes, it is. Most of the time, as we raise, as we get raised, our parents say, oh, that's normal. That's I mean, we all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When we grew up, but not, but not, not nowadays. Nowadays, we are definitely eradicating the stigma of that. Right, and and I'm love the fact that because I'm trying to be a mental health nurse, but I see it so often where everybody just like, oh, we grew up like that, and I'm like, this because you grew up like that don't mean everybody got to grow up like that. Like your kids want better, you want them to be able to speak out and. The older generation don't understand that. Like that was the problem. The problem was they kept they kept stuff away from us. My dad was in therapy two and three times a week, and he was on ten to twelve different medications, you know, for his various mental health issues. He never told me that growing up. I didn't find that out until three years ago. See, my mom, she was like, "Oh, that's normal." Like when she was in the domestic violence with my dad, and then she was like, "Oh, that's oh, I thought it was normal because my mom and dad did it." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Huh." Right. Yeah. Like I just thought everybody went through it. I'm like, no, everybody don't go through that. Everybody shouldn't have to go through that. Well, we're going to keep eradicating the stigma around mental health. We're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep in, you know, and, and telling our stories. We're going to keep going to therapy and doing what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, Breakfast Club. This is Curtis calling from the 843. 843. What up, Kurt? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, hey man. Hey, first, big congratulations to you guys for the 11 years y'all had on the radio, like you guys said earlier. Thank you. Um, it's a um, big thing to be in radio for that long. Uh, it's another special day for me and my wife. This is the day that I told my wife I do 15 years ago. So I said a big shout out and love to my wife on the day 15 years of building with me. Oh, that's amazing, King. Yeah, I think it's my parents' yeah. anniversary tomorrow. I think they're like 57 years or something like that, man. Hey, um, if you guys don't mind, I'd love to give a big shout-out to the 843 and 9.2. Hey, I, um, make sure you guys listen to the Midnight Rain on uh, Saturday nights right there in the low country, Charlemagne. I don't know when you're coming home, out, but uh, I would love for when you come home, back down to Mark's Corner, slide through the and, and, and do my show for me. You know what I'm saying? We'll get everything from the and uh, see if we can get you off. 
Okay, we make that happen, King. All right, brother. All right, man. Did Thanks. you shout your wife out? I ain't hear you shout her name. Say her name. Thursday dance. That's my wife. She probably still in the bed, so I'm gonna have to have her forty and uh, make sure she hears it once she gets up. So Thursday dance, me baby. I love you. I love you. I love you. There you go. Her friends are here and tell her. Definitely. All right, brother. Have a good one, man. Hey, you too. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes. Imagine having the opportunity to get $35 million for one day's work and turning it down. We'll tell you what happened. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, George Clooney did an interview with The Guardian. He was talking about directing his new film, The Tender Bar. And he was asked about whether he has enough money now at this stage in his life. You know, he's 60 years old. He has four-year-old twins with his wife, Amal, who's 43. And he's been doing a lot less acting in recent years. He said, well, yeah, I was offered $35 million for one day's work for an airline commercial, but I talked to Amal about it and we decided it's not worth it. It was associated with a country that, although it's an ally, is questionable at times. And so I thought, well, if it takes a minute to sleep away from me, it's not worth it. I respect it. I Absolutely. mean, you know, at the end of the day, time is more important than money, especially, you know, not even, I was about to say when you get to a certain age, but no, at all times. Plus, George Clooney is filthy rich. All that Casamigos, y'all Negroes like to drink, that's his. Who yeah. was his? He sold it for a billion dollars. But it had nothing to do with time. He just didn't want yeah, to be affiliated with the people that... It was only one day's worth of work. The man specifically said if it cost him a minute of sleep. So yes, it was about no, time. No, meaning he well. had to think he about it. He was saying if he felt like he Listen. did something that was questionable. So oh, when I, thought he he saying, meant, I thought he no. meant a minute of sleep and took drunk. time away from his kids. No. no I thought that's, that's what he what said. He, no. he said it was only one day's worth of work for $35 million, but he said if it's questionable, he doesn't want to lose sleep over that. Like doing something that he didn't Morally agree with. with his morals, yeah. Well, even still, he still can walk away from $35 million because he got it. He also said, in general, there just aren't that many great parts. And he said, I don't have to act. <laughs> He's cast, cast, All that Casamigos, y'all Negroes be drinking. Mm-hmm. Right. George Clooney sold that for a billion dollars. He's fine. He's <laughs> okay. fine. He is all right. fine. A billion dollars, my bad. All right, now CNN has officially fired Chris Cuomo on Saturday. They said it was effective immediately. This all came after he was suspended, and that's for uh, actually giving information to his brother, Governor An- former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, when he was accused of sexual harassment. They said that what he did was actually against his journalistic code of ethics. Got him out of there. Yeah, I mean, it was a number one rated show for much of the time, mm-hmm. and... You know, he did offer advice to his brother's staff. They said at first he broke the rules. We acknowledge that publicly, but we also appreciate the unique position he was in. But they said there were some documents and those point to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. And then, you know, there was an accuser who also had accused Chris Cuomo of sexual harassment allegations. And she was disgusted by what she saw as his hypocrisy and attempts to discredit women who made similar allegations against his brother, Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, I mean, even when it comes to journalistic integrity nowadays, who has that? Because all of these people are playing sides and all of these people are playing favorites and all of these people are helping, you know, the, the, the team that they, they root for. So at what point do you start firing folks for not having journalistic integrity? It feels like all of them should be getting fired. Right, well, they have an email, they said, uh, from 
from the New York Attorney General that was released, and Cuomo told one of his brother's aides, I have a lead on the wedding girl. It was in reference to a woman who said in news reports she was uncomfortable with how the governor touched her when they met at a wedding. But then I guess now with these other allegations, they would have had to do another investigation into Chris Cuomo, so CNN might have felt like, let's just cut our losses now. It's too many things going on. All right, now a plumber found cash and checks, about $600,000 worth of cash and checks that had disappeared from Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church back in 2014. That money was reported missing. They said the, uh, they found that the cash had disappeared and the checks from the safe. And no arrests were made in the case. It was still open. And now this plumber has found it in the loose toilet wall. Here's what he said. There was a loose toilet in the wall, and uh, we removed the tile. Well, they removed the tile. I uh, went to go remove the toilet, and I moved some insulation away, and uh, about 500 envelopes fell out of the wall. I went ahead and uh, contacted the uh, maintenance supervisor that was there, and uh, I went ahead and turned it all in. I mean, somebody clearly hid that there, but why? And why did they, they never, never come went back, back and get it? They probably, I was thinking they probably passed away. They probably hid that money trying to come back and get it later on, and, and they passed away and got locked up. Or maybe it was just too difficult after it went missing. Since 2014, they, they could have went back in and got that at money. At some point, right? Some, at some point. They probably passed away and went to jail. Huh. All right. Well, that is your, what is that, rumor report? Front page yes. news. Rumor report. No, rumor report. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got me confused. Yeah, you got me confused. All right. All right. And shout to Sean King. You know, Sean King, of course, uh, an activist and always oh, yes. on the front line. His his daughter, 19 years old, got, actually, got hit so by a car sorry. in the city. Uh, and uh, she's in ICU right now. So uh, just praying for Sean King and Definitely. his family. All right. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes. And let's talk about the Omicron variant and the U.S. Well, not just that, but also the Delta variant, because let's be clear. The Delta variant is what is the issue right now. But we'll tell you about new COVID cases. And the Delta variant? Yeah, it's still the, the most common one. 99.9% mm-hmm. of cases. I thought it was Marion. No. Omicron is really new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only been in uh, located in about 15 states so far, but we'll give you some some more information on that. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's here. The most star-studded black western ever made. The Harder They Fall, directed by James Samuel. Alongside a killer soundtrack that features original songs by Jay-Z, Kid Cudi, and more. Watch now on Netflix and stream the soundtrack now on all platforms. All right, now in football, the Lions beat the Vikings, uh, the Buccaneers beat the Falcons, Cardinals beat the Bears, the Rams beat the Jaguars, the Steelers beat the Ravens, the Chiefs beat the Broncos, the Seahawks beat the 49ers, the Washington team beat the Raiders, the Chargers beat the Bengals, the Eagles beat the Jets, the Giants lost to the Dolphins, the Colts uh, beat the Texans. Now, in Monday Night Football, the Patriots take on the Bills. And congratulations to uh, David Haney and Javante Davis. They both Woo-hoo. won over the weekend, both fought over the weekend. Yes. All right. Now, what else we got, Easy? Uh, the U.S. is averaging more than 100,000 new COVID-19 cases a day. They're saying that is the highest level in two months for the first uh time in two months right now we've been having these numbers some people are speculating a lot of people are traveling for the thanksgiving holiday that could have something to do with it also on the rise is a number of covid 19 deaths with a seven-day average of 1651 people dying from the virus each day as of saturday now as far as the omicron coronavirus variant it has been found in at least 16 states as of this weekend. So people are alarmed about it. Early indications show it could be more contagious than the original strain. And there's a significant number of mutations it carries. So that poses a potential risk. 
And so that could also be affecting the vaccines that are available. Do we have to change that? But they are saying the good news is the U.S. is more equipped now to deal with this newly detected variant than it was during the onset of the pandemic. Right now, if you're traveling internationally, you need proof of a negative COVID-19 test within one day of departure for the United States. You know, mm-hmm. previously it was three days yep. that you had to have that uh, negative test, but now it's one day. So that you Man, can... that was a just change. That just yeah, left just the country changed. last week. It, it actually starts today. today. Yeah. Mm. That's going to be difficult when you're out the country because some of these resorts, you have to actually go find somebody to give you a COVID test. So nah, if that you, happens, you, you usually, usually they have, have some, them. Yeah, they yeah, usually they have, have somebody because they know they have to do it for everyone. Mm. Yeah, when I left last week, they had it at the resort. At the resort. The day before. That, that 100,000 uh, new cases a day, though, is wild, too, because what are we supposed to do with that information? Because you can be vaccinated and still get COVID. Correct. So what does that mean when they tell us that number? And then they said something to uh, Dr. Fauci was like, we don't even see Omicron being worse than the Delta variant. That's They're they saying that too. it might be more contagious, but we it's been a lot more milder symptoms Correct. associated with it. So, the, I mean, the good thing is for people who are vaccinated, they would have uh, hopefully milder symptoms or none at all and be able to live. Okay. So, uh, 60% of the country is vaccinated, fully mm-hmm. vaccinated. I think that's the best we're going to get. All right. And then of that, uh, some people have also gotten the booster shots, too. I haven't got mine yet. I got to get mine this week. All right. Now, Jelani Day's mother is begging for the FBI to take over the investigation into her son's death. He was found in the Illinois River in September, and she is asking for federal assistance. Right now, she said they want uh, them to make this black man, this young black man named Jelani Day, a priority, just like they did for Gabby Petito, the young white woman, because his life matters just like hers matters. So his body was found in the river, and they are saying that he drowned, according to officials, but a lot of people feel like this is fishy and there's more to it. They said there was Mm. no evidence of injury, assault, altercation, gunfire, tumors, infection, natural disease, heart problems, or a significant drug intoxication. His family is saying that he didn't have anything that was burdensome to him. He was not depressed. So they don't believe that he just ended up in the river or that he tried to take his own life. Mm -hmm. All right. And Negro League baseball players have earned spots in the National Baseball Hall of Fame. So Buck O'Neill and Bud Fowler were elected on Sunday. Mm -hmm. They were two of seven Negro League and pre-Negro League players who were being considered for induction. Right now, Major League Baseball has said they are correcting a longtime oversight in the game's history by elevating the status of the Negro Leagues, which consisted of seven leagues and about 3,400 players from 1920 to 1948. So they are trying to right that wrong. Okay. All right, and that is your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, today is our 11 year anniversary here Lord on His Breakfast Club. All right, so let's open up the phone lines 800 585 1051, 11 years on this radio. What have you learned from the Breakfast Club? Years. What have you learned Lord from this mercy. program, this show? Oh, Lord. All right, 800 585 1051, 11 years today. And we're asking 800 585 1051, what have you learned from. Uh, from, from anything on this show. All right, call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Congratulations. Congratulations. Happy 11-year anniversary. Congratulations to the wonderful Breakfast Club, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the Guy. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, today is The Breakfast Club's 11-year anniversary. We've been on this radio 11 years. That's a long damn time. It is a long damn time. So we're asking everybody, 800-585-1051. We're just asking, uh, what have you learned from The Breakfast Club? If anything, we got James on the line. James, good morning. Yeah, my name is not James. <laughs> What's your name? It's Sean James Stone. Is this is Sean Stone. <laughs> What's up, Charlamagne? Good morning, Andrew. Peace, King. Good morning, Sean Stone. They started a petition about you. You still? They still yeah, I know. They, what they was the petition about? Petition about me for no reason. What? <laughs> they said they don't want him calling in anymore. Oh, well, he got to change his name. He got. He's like a hundred different names. All right, James. <laughs> Yo, Angela, you know why I be doing that? Because every time I call the Breakfast Club, it's like people want me to entertain them. I'm not here to entertain people on the Breakfast Club. You know what I mean? I'm here to get whatever that I need to get off my chest. You know what I mean? Okay. I've been rocking with the club for 11 years, but yet sometimes Charlie and Benzie, they, you know what I mean? They married rules to me, man. You know I'm going to be honest with you. You've given me one of the best moments ever on the Breakfast Club. When Trav busted your ass in that rap battle, that Destroyed was amazing. Destroyed you. That was, that was fun. On. That was fun. That was. All right, but think about it, Charlie. I've always created great, I've always created great moments to make people laugh. <laughs> no. For people to have so, fun. So, so, you you can't, so, so you can't get mad when people want you to entertain. They, they, they expect something from you. They expect to be entertained. Yeah, I understand that, but sometimes I want to talk about some serious things. You know what I mean? Like coronavirus is going on. There's so many people that... <laughs> man, shut up, man. Coronavirus is going on. Like, man, what? Yes, we know this. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this Nardo. Nardo. From Chicago, Illinois. Nardo, what's up? Kenport, Florida. What's up, brother? What you learned from the Breakfast Club, brother? Yo, man. Hey, look. The Breakfast Club as a whole has been a gemstone. It's been an inspiration to the community. But overall, what I learned is watching Charlemagne transform, trans, like, transform, truthfully. Transform? You mean evolution? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, evolve. Evolve. Truly. Yeah, evolution. Okay. <laughs> That's what life is about, King. Show. I, I've been watching the Breakfast Show since the Breakfast Fred, Club? Fredro Star situation. Okay. Then fast forward to the Little Mama situation. Then fast forward to more positive things like the Big Draco situation up until now where you're doing everything with the books and spotlighting mental health and just really trying to get people like comfortable with themselves. You're, you're, um, the way you evolved has shown nothing but maturity. I just look at how, how, how Charlamagne evolved as a person, as a radio star, as a, as a legend to this community. And it's really taught me that nothing is impossible. You could be sitting three feet from somebody and they want to flat out fight you to now. In my eyes, you more respected than Steve Harvey. Okay. Well, Jesus thank you, brother. Christ. I love Steve Harvey. Thank you, King. That's a big shoes. Hello, who's this? Hi. Um, hey, hey, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. What's up? This is Malcolm. Malcolm, hey, Malcolm. Please, Malcolm. What you learn from the Breakfast Club? Hey, hey, I just wanted to thank y'all firstly for everything I've done over the past 11 years. And also, I've learned a lot about taking care of myself first, my mental health, and making sure me and my loved ones are good first before I go out there and try to help anybody else. Man, I thought That's well, right, you, my brother. brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your name, bro? Hey, it's Red. It's CT, man. 11 years finally getting through the Peace to all three. Peace, all three King. of us, man. What you learned from the Breakfast Club, if anything? So, uh, originally, I started with uh, Charlemagne's Brilliant Idiot. You know that original drop, How Sweet. To be, to be an, an idiot. idiot. Yeah, her. Um, 
so yeah, and then I got into the Breakfast Club through that. But I learned a lot relationship wise through uh, Envy, Miss Yee. I'm tired of everybody calling up calling me Lee. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, and and being healthy, eating healthy, but also I just wanted to get out the uh, Good Morning USA. Yo 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 Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, what did you learn from the Breakfast Club? Hello, who's this? Yo. Yo. Yeah, I was calling to talk about what y'all, what I learned listening to y'all in the last 11 years. All right, brother, go ahead. I learned that uh, patience and consistency breeds progression and success. Y'all stayed patient and always been consistent, and now y'all are reaping the benefits of that. That's okay. that's very true. I always say consistency is the key. Just stay consistent at whatever it is that you're doing. Hey, that's exactly what y'all been doing. So congrats on that 11 years. It's Elroy like the Jetsons, by the way. I hope y'all doing well today. Elroy, Elroy like, like, the, like the, Jetsons. the Jetsons. What up, brother? <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is, this is Big Daddy. Big Daddy, uh, I'm not calling no man Big Daddy. He just did. I know. Why are you not going to call him Big Daddy? You've been calling Big Daddy Big Daddy Kane for years. See how you just say things for no reason just because it sounds good? No, but he's, he's his name is Big Daddy. Why, why they what, call you, you Big Daddy? Big Daddy Kane? It's a little different. You know what a cane is? A long object? Okay, that you can probably put in your What? Salute to Big Daddy Kane. Who, but I'm just saying, name? like, you, nothing wrong with calling a man Big Daddy Kane. No, his name is Big Daddy. Hey, well, what you learn from the Breakfast Club, Big hey. Daddy? Hey, brother, this is what I've learned from the Breakfast Club. I've been listening to you all since the time. Got to show it off. Charlemagne the God, he's the expert on every subject, doesn't matter what it is. That's not true. And he's never, and he's never ever going to agree with anything that that you say in VR or the list we hard to say. That's uh, not true either, but continue. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way it appears to me because I listen to you every morning. I, I actually, know, I, I actually I, say I, the opposite. I'm not an expert at nothing. And, and, and another thing that I've learned that Charlemagne is not a member of the FOI. And okay. I've never said I never said I was a member of the FOI. That's why you say you learned that you're not. When did I say I was a member of the FOI? I, I learned that you're not. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you. You have a good morning. I just learned that too. I Hello, didn't know. I this? didn't know. I, I love the FOI though. Salute to the salute to the NOI. Hey, NOI and FOI. My name is Denise Moore from Dayton, Ohio. Hey, Denise. Now, what you learned from the Breakfast Club, Mama? I learned that you guys are very educated and you are good entrepreneurs. And um, you give a lot of uh, good information that, you know, is needed in the world. I also wanted to shout out, too, that um, last night when I was watching uh, the Power Book show, uh, when um, Tyreek went up and uh, on the Ren's take, and he oh, hollered, I saw that. Uh, this ain't the Breakfast Club. So I don't know if 50 was shouting y'all out or not, but happy 11 years. Yeah, my homegirl Teslin sent that to me. They also shout us out on the, on the show Harlem on Amazon Prime, that new show Harlem. Mm -hmm. They shouted out the Breakfast Club on there too. I was watch Ben's watching that. Yeah, so y'all are you know y'all are great. I love y'all, and y'all are truly black people, and y'all help a lot of people, and y'all y'all are great entrepreneurs. Well, 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 well Envy's Dominican. Different things. I'm not Dominican. Yes, yeah, so we're truly we're truly black people. Thank you, Mama. 
Okay, you're welcome. That's one thing people should learn, that I am not Dominican, that I'm black. Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning, good morning. This is Aaron from Atlanta. Aaron, you in the bathroom? Yeah, my bad. Sorry, I just I just woke <laughs> up. I'm getting dressed and everything. All right, okay. Bubba. What you, you learned from the breakfast club? On the toilet? No, not on the toilet. Come on. Okay. Um, but no, but what I learned from y'all is three things. One, always listen to you. Two, envy. You ain't never going to play a song even if you pass. Three, Charlamagne always going to be late. You right. <laughs> you, you right. All right, all those things. Okay. I don't feel like people are learning nothing from us. That's what, they, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I've just learned. I've just learned in the last five minutes that people are really learning nothing from this show. Whatsoever. Hello, Hello who's this? This is Gina from Jersey City. Hey, good morning. What you learned from The Breakfast Club? I've learned from Angela Yee, my fellow Capricorn, to be an entrepreneur. Okay. I've learned from Charlamagne to go to therapy. And I learned from DJ Envy, I purchased my first property. Okay. There you go. Well, that's okay. some stuff right now there. Now, that sounded positive. Yeah. That's, that's all positive. And I just want you guys to check my niece out. She is a up-and-coming rapper. Her name is Shauna 2.22 at IG. Okay. Thank you. Where'd you buy, you buy your first house? Where'd you buy your first house? Willenboro, Jersey City. I mean, Willenboro in New Jersey. Okay, Congratulations. I know what that is. Congratulations. That's all the way down the turnpike. Yeah. All righty. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. All right. Well, that was some positivity right there. People learned a lot of good things from the Breakfast Club. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee. What are we talking about? Yes. And let's talk about Tristan Thompson. Yet another rumor about a third child. Damn. All right. He didn't learn from the Breakfast Club, but we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, guys. We got a special call on the line right now. Who's on the line? It's Big Draco, man. Y'all know what's going on, man. Happy anniversary, Breakfast Club. Man. Hey, Draco. Thank you, Young King. Soldier's the first person to call us and wish us happy 11th anniversary this morning. 11 years. We made history. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we made 11 years. 11 years. Where you at, Draco? Is he just waking up or is he not gone to bed yet? Where you at? I'm in L.A. It's 3 in the morning. Y'all special to me. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, King. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, shout out this Charlamagne. Shout out Angela. Shout out Envy. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Hey, 11 more years. Love you, bro. <laughs> All right, man. That Soldier Boy checking in. The first rapper to call and wish us a happy 11th anniversary. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. 11 years today, this Breakfast Club has been on radio. So, salute to, uh, let me salute to, uh, Caddy and G Spin. Cadillac Jack. Yeah, who put this Zen uh, Master. show together. Chief Spizzle. They had the vision. Good white people. So mm -hmm. we definitely appreciate that. Drop on the clues bonds for those two good white people. Put it together. And, and you know, it's just another reminder of how, you know, old I am. Because I'm still recovering from a hangover. And I was drinking on Saturday. So all day yesterday. And even waking up this morning, bones still hurting. What you drinking? How much did you drink? It was all tequila. Castle Dragonis. Dropping the clues bombs with Castle Dragonis. That's mm -hmm. all it was. Castle Dragonis meat. That's it. I was in Miami over the weekend, and I was like, I got to take it easy. But everything was closing kind of earlier than normal, I guess because of uh, Really? COVID. In Miami? It was Art Basel, right? And normally, you would think things would be open super mm -hmm. late. But even like in the hotels, the bar and the restaurants were closed at 10 o'clock. I mean, by uh, midnight on Saturday. Really? 
And on the weekend in Miami, things stay open usually super late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just, but I do want to shout out. I went to the, an event for LVMH. It was a national uh, day for persons with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And so there were artists there. They were really amazing. They actually were painting with their mouth. One guy was uh, quadriplegic. Wow. And his paintings, when I tell you, absolutely amazing. Really? And I actually bought something from a young woman there. Um, so I want to shout out to her because she was a great artist. What's her and name? Her name is Glenisha Darkins. Glenisha uh-huh. Dark. She's in a wheelchair. She paints using the paintbrush. That's dope. With her mouth. And uh, one of the guys, he was doing it there, like in front of everybody to see. And when I tell you those paintings were amazing, I was like, listen, hats off to you. So I'm excited to get my artwork. That's like, uh, I know I'm going to pronounce her name wrong for Frida Kahlo. Yeah, Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was a paraplegic who used to paint that way. Mm-hmm. And she used to use her mouth as well, right? Or her feet, something like that? Mm-hmm. Right, so, you know, for everybody that was out at Art Basel. And I went to go see my best friend, Santi Gold, perform. It was her first time on a flight since the pandemic started. So, oh, wow. Yeah, and I haven't even seen her, but she does have, you know, three children at home, twins that are kind of young. So knowing that they can't get vaccinated, she didn't want to be moving around too much. But Makes sense. It was her first show in like two and a half years, so shout out to her. All right, well, everybody in Art Basel, keep, uh, start loading out, because I got to load in. I'm waiting for y'all. As soon as y'all load out, I get to load my cars <laughs> in for the car show this weekend, so... Y'all continue to load out so I can load in. So the car show, of course, is this Sunday in Miami. So we're just waiting for y'all to load out. That's all. Load out. Now we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Load out, load out. Let's talk about Cardi B. She was actually out in Miami over the weekend. And this clip of her letting the doorman know what they needed to do went viral. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Right now, your show has the pulse of the culture. You are topical, and you're not just stuck to music. You do everything. It's the Breakfast Club. My reputation speaks for itself. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Cardi B was in Miami over the weekend. One thing she was doing was debuting her boozy whipped cream partnership mm-hmm. that she's doing. So... It, it's basically whip shots, and you can use this vodka whipped cream. It's vanilla, caramel, and mocha are the three flavors. They've been selling out every day That's since dope. December 1st. Probably go good with my coffee. Now, another thing that happens was that she was yelling at the doorman because the club, Club 11, was not letting some of the black women that were standing outside in. Here is that audio. Hey, So is it a colorism thing? I mean, they let lighter skinned people in or is just a a race thing? I think it's kind of more of a race thing. And one of the girls said that she was really hurt about the whole incident. They paid and everything to get in and to be standing outside the club. They bought a table, right? They bought a table and a section, right? Yeah, they had paid. And so imagine you get there and for no reason, you know, for them, they I guess there's a, a certain type of look and you know what that look is that they're trying to get into the club. So they want to play that hip hop music, but they don't want anybody from the culture inside the club. So they paid for a table and still couldn't get in. So mm-hmm. do they get a refund? Uh, what happens with that? 
I mean, I don't know if they ended up getting in at the end, but I shouldn't have to fight to get in. I already nah. paid for a table. I shouldn't be standing outside. You letting all these yeah, other people the in. Table. Uh-huh. And I reserved the table, and I'm out here looking like a clown. It would make me not ever want to go back there again. Yeah, I never understood that logic. There's people that, you know, will, will say, you know what, I'm going to spend all my money here to show them. Like, uh, no, they don't deserve none of my bread. Well, I'm sure for these women, they probably traveled from wherever they came from. They made it's Art Basel. They, they, it's Art Basel. They made a reservation. This is what they paid for. They with their friends. And when they get to the door, they're like, wait. Nah, ain't no way. Not no, not if I paid for a table. That's why I said, go, you're celebrating. Now you're tolerated. And but people I, were outside yelling that they were not letting black women into the club. They were letting Cardi B know the bouncers were only letting white women in. That's dude. even worse. It ain't even like it's at capacity. they like, you can come in, you can come. Nah, wait. Yeah, they wouldn't get none of my money, ever. What was the name of the club? It's Club 11. Mm. It's like a strip club. It's open. I think it's open 24 hours. It is. Yeah. All right, now, Stevie J won spousal support from Faith Evans amidst their divorce. I guess the divorce is back on. He wants to not have to make monthly payments to her, but he does want to get spousal or domestic partner support that's payable as well. And he wants her to pay his legal fees, too, and so on and so forth. So I thought they had decided to call off the divorce. I guess it's still going on. Now, Master P is asking a judge to declare him single. He said he's been separated from his estranged wife for over a decade, and he wants to be able to start over again. So he wants the judge to step in and just say, okay, you're single. Now, they first filed for divorce way back in 2013 after they separated in 2010. They settled all their issues in 2016, reached an agreement, but claims the paperwork was never submitted to the court. So now he just wants them to give them both single status and handle everything else later. Fair enough. I mean, y'all haven't been together in over 10 years, so, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's something that they both want. All right, now, Tristan Thompson. There's rumors that he fathered a third child. Goodness gracious. And even more rumors that he offered the woman some hush money in order to save face. So she was posting all of these things. Uh, She said that he asked her to get an abortion. Then he also offered her, allegedly, $75,000 in hush money since he was still dating Chloe at the time. He didn't want uh, the story to get out, allegedly. She now lives in Los Angeles, but uh, Tristan is allegedly requesting that her legal case against him be moved back to Texas instead of moving forward in California. Now, he did admit that they did hook up, but... I'm not sure what's going on with this uh, paternity lawsuit, but she has filed that lawsuit and she's now suing him for child support and reimbursement for her medical expense and pregnancy related costs. Doesn't he, if it's not, he's saying it's not his, is that what he's saying? He didn't say that. Oh. Right? Well, you know. He just wants a, a test. But see, you can't offer somebody 75000 if they look at your, your net worth and your salary and they say you made $18,000 the year before. Well, the, 18 the, million, excuse the post me, $18 million a year before. That she allegedly uh, put up that was from him. He's, you're aware that I'm retiring after this season. So in terms of support, it will be whatever is required monthly for someone who's unemployed. It's Texas, so it will only be a couple hundred dollars. So you better off taking this seventy-five k I'm offering because you won't get nothing near that with having a kid with a father who's unemployed. So, so he's admitting it's his. That's an alleged text message oh. that he sent to her. We don't know if it's real or not, mm-hmm. but allegedly that is one of the text messages that he sent to her. All right. Now, 50 Cent and French Montana have made up. That's some good news, it looks like. And that's all thanks to the BMF TV series. French Montana was on Drink Champs. And here's what he had to say. I have no problem with 50 no more after he dropped his BMF joint. That's my favorite. Mm. <laughs> Whatever oh, me and 50 okay. ever had, shot oh, okay. 50. Man. All right, cool. Yeah, me and him, yeah, everything is over after BMF is the best work ever. <laughs> That's the, oh, oh, it's that good? Yeah, yeah, oh, BMF wow. is fire. Dropping wow. the clues bonds for Curtis Jackson, man. Well, that, that was a joke, but uh, some mutual friends actually did it, that beef and squashed that beef, but yeah. 
And 50 Cent responded, that was the right answer, French. Well handled. What beef? I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, that is true, too, though. Though You like somebody's art. You like somebody, something that they're doing. It kind of does make it hard to beef with that individual, mm -hmm. especially when the beef really ain't about nothing. Nothing. All right, now, French Montana also talked about Drake pulling the Splash Brothers song they were supposed to have, and that was because of Astroworld, like we said previously. That was pulled. There were rumors that, uh, you know, there were some lyrics about Kim Kardashian in there, but that doesn't seem to be the case. According to French Montana, here's what he had to say. The record wasn't fully done. We, st we still had to change a couple things in the record. And he was telling me to push the album back, you know what I'm wow. saying? So I, I have the record. But I had the album done. It was like 20 other tracks on there. Wow. So, you know, I was just like, I'm going to drop the album. Then, you know, I'm going to wait until you're ready. Then we just drop yeah. Another album who just dropped the song. Yeah. I didn't take it like I'm not gonna have the song. Like I still got yeah. the song. He was gonna make the change, and that thing just happened. So the guys on his right state of mind. Right. I mean, people like nine people died, like yeah, nine God year old, bless. and yeah, yeah God bless, man. Send love to all their families. Like I don't expect them to get in the studio and fix the record. Like I'll, right. that would be selfish for me. Right. I think that's mm -hmm. very fair. Further on down the line, you know, we'll get the song. But in the meantime, he wanted to put his album out. So. He'll still be able to have that song when Drake can get in the studio and, and do it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving your donkey to? You no, know, we've been doing the Breakfast Club for 11 years. You know, and it's a lot of different things that we've talked about on this show. And a mm -hmm. lot, one thing that we talk about, you know, often, not very often, but enough for people to know this is butt stuff. And nobody talked about butt stuff since we've been here on this radio this morning. So let me do my due diligence, <laughs> my doo-doo diligence, okay, and talk about butt stuff for after the hour. We'll talk about it, all right? Oh, all right. It's not the Breakfast Club show without a butt. All right, we'll get to it next. It's the I was thinking, but hey. It's the Breakfast Club. Maybe I'm alone on this. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. For nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the general. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Hee-haw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, donkey today for Monday, December 6th. Uh, our 11th year anniversary goes to a man who has not been named. But what you need to know is that he was rushed to the hospital because he had a World War II artillery shell stuck up his ass. See, today is the 11th year anniversary of the Breakfast Club. Drop on the clues bonds for the Breakfast Club, okay? Mm -hmm. And one thing you have heard on the Breakfast Club over the years is butt stuff. All right, a lot of butt stuff. Butt talk has happened on this show, and quiet as it's kept, that's something that makes this show very relatable because in the world that we live in right now, people love butt stuff. All right, a couple of weeks ago, I discussed this on my late-night talk show, The God's Honest Truth. There was a Vice article that broke down how people keep turning up at ERs with bizarre household objects in their butts. All right, documented cases of things used for anal stimulation include but are not limited to flashlights, knitting needles, dildos, and the most common, beverage bottles, all right? There's vegan booties that like carrots and radishes and cucumbers. Uh, other objects include pieces of wood, metal cups, toothbrushes, even bathroom brush handles. People love butt stuff. I think one of the turning points of this show was when um, there was this thing going around that Envy, what was it, Envy got caught with a nine-inch 
dildo or something. What was the story? Something like that. It was something. I like think his that. wife said it was bigger than that. It was something, and it just—that's it was, what it, it wasn't uh, true, guys. But go ahead. The, your nickname was Vicious or something? I don't remember. All I know is, uh, you know, people love butt stuff, and this is why we have to normalize butt stuff because all of these people are scared to just do anal, I guess. All right, for whatever reason, they are afraid to tell their partners what it is they truly like. And since they can't get another human, you know, to do some backdoor entry, they are using these household items. Well, this dude in the UK decided to step it up. He said, please, forget household items. All right, household items don't get the job done. I want something in my butt that's going to be the bomb. So he stuck a bomb up his butt, literally. Let's go to Newsweek for the report, please. A bomb squad was called to the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital in England on Wednesday after a patient arrived with a World War II munition stuck inside him. According to Unilad, a man, a purported collector of military memorabilia, claimed that he slipped and fell on a mortar shell that was sitting on his floor. <laughs> Unfortunately, the shell got lodged inside him, and he sought medical assistance after realizing he couldn't get it out. Upon arrival, he was admitted to the hospital's accidents and emergencies. Their medical staff called experts from an Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team out of fear that the object might explode. It was a solid shot round. It was a chunky, pointed lump of lead designed to rip through a tank's armor. In the words of the Bronx philosopher Cardi B, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. All right? The unnamed patient told doctors he slipped and fell mm -mm. on this anus-piercing projectile. Yeah, right. Okay, that's the most asinine thing I've heard this month. All right, remember on Guilty Conscience when the woman was cheating on her dude and Eminem said maybe there's an explanation and it was she tripped, fell, and landed on his, you know, meat? Well, it's a reason that was just a slick rap line. It's impossible. Never, ever is that an excuse that will be accepted because nobody slips and just falls on penises just like this guy didn't just slip and fall on this World War II artillery shell. Okay? What's well, happened to me before? What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I said, whoa. <laughs> Confession. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was going to leave it right there. Kidding. I was about to end donkey today and let you keep talking. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, just think about it. Let me give you, just think about this for a second. You're naked. There's a shell on the floor. You slip and fall on it, and it just penetrates your brown eye, and not a whole bomb squad had to come remove just from your rump. Please. That sounds painful. I'm sure it was. You Unless. Know? Unless what? Hmm? Like you're used to doing that, and then it's not... It just slid in. It's just a lie. It just never happened in that way, you know? But look, man, y'all called up here last hour and talked about the things you learned from the Breakfast Club, and now one of y'all mentioned how we have normalized butt stuff. Okay, when you hear stories like this, do you realize why normalizing butt stuff is important? We out here saving lives. Dr. Carol Cooper, who removed this shell from this patient, said the patient could have died if the round had pierced his gut. And she added, the range of objects that are pushed into rectums is incredible. <laughs> I just like that line. The range of objects that are pushed into rectums is, is incredible. From wine glasses to ketchup bottles and parts of Hoover's, as in vacuums. All right. This is what happens when you don't let people be free to be themselves. If someone wants something in their butt, they will find a way to get something in their butt. And people <laughs> are afraid to be themselves because they associate butt stuff with gay stuff. All right. As if heterosexual people don't like butt stuff, too. All right. Stop assuming that people who are in the butt stuff are gay because this man in the UK could have died simply because of society's views of butt stuff. Stop kink shaming. Please give this man in the UK who stuffed the World War II artillery shell up his ass the biggest hee haw. All right. We very astute. There mm -hmm. we go. Mm -hmm. 11 mm -hmm. years had to talk about butts. Listen, totally right. Come on. <gasps> what kind of anniversary would this be if we didn't celebrate, you know, one of the keystone, one of the cornerstones of this show? 
That's right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Good old butt. Don't act like this this wall wasn't built brick by brick. That was one of the bricks. There you go. You're right. One of the essential bricks in the foundation. You're right. You're right. All right. Well, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's go to Breakfast Club Court. Now, over the weekend, Angela Yee's Facebook page posted, rewind, I personally think they, Cash Money, didn't want me to stand beside Nicki Minaj. That was a Little Kim quote. And on the uh, caption, it says, Little Kim explains the Nicki Minaj beef. This was on Angela Yee's Facebook page. What the hell are y'all talking about? I'm going to tell you right now. Little Kim didn't like that. She said, why are we bringing this up? This interview is how many years ago? Like, really, Angela Yee? This ish is whack. But go viral. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Angela Yee reached out to me yesterday and said, I don't even post on my Facebook page. I had no idea. Yeah, think about this, right? This is my actual, I have a public page and I have a private page. So on my public page, there's a lot of content on there, sometimes up to 20 posts a day. And I actually pay people to use a lot of content that we have and edit clips and post things just to keep my Facebook page like a little news thing. But a lot of it is centered on stuff that I do and interviews and things that I'm involved in. So I pay for that, right? And so I guess a little Kim thinks I posted this personally myself. But Envy said it is my fault. That it is your fault. I think it is your fault. 800-585-1051. Whose fault is it? It's your page. This is your Facebook page. It has your name over it. You, Your face is on the marquee. That means it's all you. So if little Kim wants smoke, you got to give it that smoke. Man, I'm not going to lie. Have you ever like known you didn't you didn't do anything and you're out eating and then all of a sudden things start blowing up and you're like, what is this even about? I'm not gonna, I think I have to agree with Envy on this one. Like, there, like yeah, There's no way you shouldn't be overseeing what's posted on your social media pages. That's That's, yeah. No, especially in this day and age. Yeah. Why would you give somebody access to your social media with your name and let them post what they want? That's but crazy. I thought you don't post on your page either. It says that it's not run by you. But I don't post nothing. But, but but they run everything by me. Everything. So every single post that goes up? Every single thing. They'll oh. avoid stuff like this. You know why? Because they tweeted something one day I didn't like. This is probably the second time this has happened, but they're supposed to like know my voice. We've had conversations on the things to post. So they do rewinds all the time. So I think they probably just thought this was something that really happened. It's a rewind. When I, when I started my talk show, I gave it up. I gave up my Twitter page to my digital team. And one, what was crazy is the tweet actually came from See the Show. Mm-hmm. So it didn't even come from See the God. But it was quoted as me saying it. it was, mm-hmm. I forgot what, what it was now, but it was news articles that quoted me saying it from right. my show page. Right. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Who's in the wrong? Is it... Angela Yee? Or is it just, uh, well, it wasn't me. It was my page. I had nothing to do with me. Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh-uh. Breakfast Club. That's how we get our day started in New York. You know, Charlamagne will have us on the floor. DJ Envy wants smartness up. And Angela, she wants to give you that love and that sweetness. So they like a triple threat. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Angela Yee. Now, this is on a couple of blogs. Uh, on Angela Yee's Facebook page, uh, she posted, Rewind, I personally think that Cash Money didn't want me to stand beside her, meaning Nicki Minaj. Now, this was a quote from Little Kim. And it says, Little Kim explains the Nicki Minaj beef. Well, Little Kim, she left a comment and says, Why are you bringing this up? This interview is how many years ago? Like, really, Angela Yee? This ish is whack. Go viral. Go ahead. So, you know, we're asking 800-585-1051. Angela Yee says she didn't make the post. 
Right, and listen, I definitely contacted them because I didn't know what was going on when people was all in my comments like, you so messy. So I was like, hey, can y'all take that down? I wouldn't post something like that. But apparently it was, you know, a mistake. So one of the editors actually posted that. And that's not something I would do. So, you know, but truthfully on my Facebook page, I have 3.7 million followers. And there's a lot of content that's on there every single day. They're always working, cutting clips and posting things. And that was something that I didn't see and didn't know about until everyone alerted me. But Maybe it's just me. I micromanage everything. Whatever goes out with my name on it, I have to see whether it's my podcast, whether it's a post, whether whatever it is. I got to make sure I see because at the end of the day, if something goes wrong... I, it's, it's me. It's my but face. But you don't approve Breakfast Club posts before they go out? It's not under my name, though. Under anything under my name. Yeah, I would have to say that's Angelie's fault. It's her page. She should be on top of everything that comes out of her social media pages. And even if you're not, you know, you're still responsible for the content that comes from your page because it's your page. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I felt bad about it. I told them to take it down right away. I wouldn't have posted that. So in that way, yes, I do feel bad. I wouldn't have done that. I called Lil' Kim yesterday for you, but uh, she didn't answer. I didn't want to text her. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Kim, man. I always speak to Kim. But uh, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Shelly from Left Town. Hey, Hi, how y'all guys doing? Hey, Shelly. Is Yee wrong for that? I don't feel like she is because Yee has multiple social media accounts. Yee can't watch all social media accounts all day long. She has stuff to do. That's right. like saying you got multiple clubs and you can't be over all your clubs. You're still the owner of the club. So if the manager or somebody does something something, something at the club, it still reflects on you. Oh, the same way yeah. like I mean, I got mistakes. Homes. I got but I will homes. say mistakes happen. It's impossible for everything to be correct no, right. 100% of the time. So I did what I could to correct it right away. But when mistakes happen, it's your fault. Just like I have multiple homes. And if a tenant, something happens in one of my homes, a tenant, I can't say, well, it's the property manager's fault because he didn't mm -hmm. manage the property. At the end of the day, I own that property regardless. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Mac. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning. Mac, what's up, brother? We asking, is she in the wrong? Yeah, she is in the wrong. So I'm a NCO in the U.S. Army. Been in for 10 years, come 11 years, January, right? So over my decade-long career, I've had soldiers that have had DUIs, drug issues, getting pulled over for suspended license. And then my train of command comes back to me like, yo, Mac, why is your soldier jacked up? Like, what you mean? I briefed him. I told him, don't do nothing stupid. I can't control what they do on the weekend. But same thing, just how Angela can't control, so I quote unquote, what the people post on her page, she still bears responsibility because that's a reflection of her, unfortunately. Just like how my soldier reflection of my leadership. So it may not be directly her fault, but it's a reflection of her. So she got to own that. She got to take responsibility for it. All right. Hello, who's this? I'm here. My name's Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Good morning. Is she to blame? Man, I hate to say it, but yeah, you know, I, I do this for a living and you can have it set to pre-approve all your posts for a month at a time. If you're not managing it, it's on you. Man, a month at a pre-approve, that'd be like 600 posts. But, you know, listen, I feel you guys. I mean, it was a conversation of y'all know I wouldn't post that. So they usually know me well enough. We've been doing this for like three years to know what I would and wouldn't post. But why, not, why not put the disclaimer like I got that says this page is not run by... Because people don't care, really. Yes, still, they do. I mean, it's still a reflection. It is still a reflection of me. And it doesn't matter. Like, even if you put that, I've said it before that I'm not the person that posts everything on that page and people still will come at me. So. I think if Kim would have saw that, she wouldn't have came at you directly. For if all she... we know, that wasn't even Kim writing that, too. 
Don't try I mean, to make Kim as irresponsible as you. I don't know that she's on her Facebook page paying attention to all of that either. That would be silly. That I'm would sure be the most hypocritical. I'm sure that was. Kim that would be the most hypocritical <laughs> thing ever. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm I'm have somebody write in response to something Angela Yee didn't say. I mean, say. I get it though. It's annoying to have something brought back up that you're like, uh, we still talking about this? So. 800-585-1051. Is Yee to blame? Or the people that run Yee's site. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in Breakfast Club court this morning. Over the weekend, uh, Yee was on the blogs a little bit. Now, um, on her Facebook page, uh, somebody that runs her page posted Rewind, and they posted a clip of Little Kim saying, I personally think they, Cash Money, didn't want me to stand beside Nicki Minaj. That was from Little Kim. And the caption was, Little Kim explains the Nicki Minaj beef. Well, Little Kim didn't like that. She said, why are we bringing this up? This interview is how many years ago? Like, really, ye? This ish is whack, but go viral. So, I understood how celebrities felt, too, when I was looking at that. I was like, damn, they don't ever post nothing good about me, but then they post this on the Neighborhood Talk. I was like, now I know how a celebrity would feel. So we're asking 800-585-1051, who is to blame? Hello, who's this? This is Aisha. Aisha, good morning. Good morning. Y'all got to give Angela the pass on this one. She said she didn't post it herself. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Y'all know yeah, I didn't mean no harm. I wouldn't have done that. But I did feel embarrassed about it. Like, damn, I wouldn't have never posted that. And they were very apologetic when I was like, yo, yeah, why would you guys yeah, post she this? On that. She, on that. she gets the pass today. Okay. She said today. Hello, who's this? Just for that. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, good, good. So what are your thoughts, man? Is it Yee's fault or, or the person that runs her page? I don't think it's her fault. I don't think it's her fault because, one, somebody always trying to find a reason to be mad at something but I don't think it, I think it's more of like a learning experience for her like something that she had to go through in order to move in the right direction moving forward okay. right I don't know that I still will be able to approve every post or else things might not ever go up because I don't think I have time and they're posting like every couple hours but I was like I wouldn't do that hello who's this hello this is Denise hey Denise where you calling from from Dayton Ohio sound like you on a plane like you on a walkie talkie or something so, no, no, walkie-talkie. So what? What do you want to say? Um, go ahead, Mama. It was uh, Angela E. Fall, like Charlamagne said, she should have checked it. But also, I, this has got to be great because at 11 years, I've gotten through twice. I called last hour, and I've been trying for all that time. So this is amazing, and I wanted to say happy anniversary to you guys. And it's great. Every morning I get up. I get about 5.30, 5.45, and I turn the radio, and I'm ready for y'all. And I can listen to it Monday through Friday. It's on all the time till y'all show go off. And I just want to say y'all are excellent and great. And y'all, y'all are a great talk show, and y'all have y'all bring a lot of people on there as well, like, you know, celebrities and stuff. Y'all get bring them on there to, you know, to show their information and, you know, do all those great things for people. So, But I, just want, I didn't get a chance to finish telling y'all that last hour. So I was glad that I got through, and like I said, this is amazing. But I also wanted to ask... If I could get a book, and if I could get a drink and a ticket to the show. Ticket to, to what show? show? A drink? Huh? The car show. What? And also, can I shout out, you know, to the Sagittarius, because my birthday is... Like, she said a whole drink. <laughs> she she, 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 she wants want somebody to buy you a drink? I've been listening to you guys for 11 years. Mm-hmm. I remember the first day y'all came on. <laughs> so y'all knocked the other show off, and I was like, okay, and I've been listening to y'all ever since. You know, I talk about y'all and things y'all talk about. You know, I spread the word. Thank so, you. You part of the Well, the, the car family. show is this Sunday. You going to come down to Miami? Man, how much? I would love to come. I really would. You going to come? You going to drive? You going to fly? I would fly. Uh, you fly I would get Miami. you a flight, but I you said I was tickets. wrong. I got you some tickets. 
Okay. All right, call show is this Sunday, so bring your ass down. You got kids? Yeah, I got kids. I right, bring the kids too. How many kids you got? I got two, but they're older. Okay. Well, come on, bring the hubby and come on down. We have a good yeah, time this Sunday, man. We've been married for twenty-six years. Okay, you hold on, all right? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? I mean, I guess to me, I got to pay more attention to what's going on my Facebook page. Now, let me ask you a question. Be honest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If, if one of your people came and says, hey, I'm posting this this old clip on The Breakfast Club, would you say no? Or would you just be like, yeah, post it. Why not? It's old. What, that particular clip? Yeah. No, I would have said not to post that one. Okay. I wouldn't have posted something bringing up beef. I don't really do that. Okay. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Little Wayne. He allegedly pulled a gun on his own security. Police are investigating, but they don't even believe the story. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. Hey, what's up? It's Angela Yee. And I go by the name of Charlemagne the God, and we're the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Our Breakfast Club Change for Change Give Back event is back. And it's powered by our friends at Lincoln Tech. It's going down Thursday, December 16th, and this year it's all about helping you. Hit up BC Change, the number four, change.com, and tell us what you need help with and why. Is it bills? Cash for the holidays? Maybe you need help with rent? Well, let us know right now at bcchange4change.com. That's the number four. And on Thursday, December 16th, we're going to give away cash and help those in need all morning. And don't put no sauce on your story, please. Okay, just tell your truth, all right? Tell your truth, speak truth to power. Don't tell us all type of wild stuff that's not even true just to get a couple dollars. Deadline for entry is Wednesday, December 15th at noon, but don't wait. Submit right now. Join us for the Breakfast Club Change for Change Radiothon event. Hit up the website for details. Listen up. All the gossip. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. One of Little Wayne's guards told cops that he and Wayne got into a fight at his house in Hidden Hills, California. And according to the guard, he said that the altercation escalated to physical violence and a brandished firearm. So according to the guard, he says that Little Wayne told him to get out of the house after a dispute. He stopped to use the bathroom first, and that's when he says that Little Wayne dramatically escalated things. Now, according to Little Wayne's sources, they're saying that he... Did not have any incident, it never happened, and that he doesn't even have a gun. Sources are saying the guard claims that Little Wayne pulled out an AR-15, and that's when the guard said he booked it out of the house to the guard shack where he called police. Now, cops went there, they said Little Wayne was already gone, and police, according to the guard, said that the fight started with Wayne accusing him of taking photos and leaking them to the media. So cops do say that they have issues with the guard's story. They said he didn't have any marks on his body, no injuries from the alleged physical confrontation, and that the guard also doesn't want to press charges. But they are still investigating. So what do you tell us sorry for? Yeah, why do he call the police if he's not going to press charges? I don't know. And do we believe that a big security guard got into a fight with Lil Wayne and didn't win? Yeah, I mean, from what they're saying, you know, there was no marks, nothing visible, and Lil Wayne sources are denying this. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, now let's do something positive. Variety's 2021 Hitmakers Brunch was held over the weekend. And some of the people who were honored, uh, Little Nas X, Normani, the City Girls were also honored. Uh, Chloe Bailey did present Little Nas X with his award for Innovator of the Year. And the City Girls also got their award. Congratulations to them. The Future is Female Award is what they got presented by Motown Records. Okay. Yes, also it was JT's birthday. And Little Uzi Vert shut down uh, Nickelodeon Studios Park at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. She posted best birthday ever. He also got her a McLaren. 
Yep. <laughs> Which is pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And she posted, I love you at Lil Uzi Vert. I love you. I appreciate you. And yes, so happy to see her being happy and having an amazing birthday. Yeah, and that McLaren is a, a 720S right now. It's about mm, between 350 and 450. Sheesh, those are rich people presents. Yeah, so, and I don't know if people know, like, Little Uzi's a car guy. Like, he must have about maybe 20 cars. Like, he, he loves his cars. Classic ones, uh, limited edition ones. So, shout to Little Uzi. All right, Jasmine Sullivan is apologizing to her fans. They were not able to purchase tickets to her upcoming tour. And apparently, resellers were buying them. So, the tickets are $40 and then reselling them for $200 a piece. She said, y'all will not see heaven and she said, the reality is these are regular people who purchase tickets and are reselling them for a profit. It's not right, but that's what's happening. We don't have control over it because we don't know these people. But it's part of the reason why we moved into larger venues in seven cities to release more tickets for my fans to purchase. I just felt like I needed to say something because I hate to see my true fans upset and unable to purchase tickets that they've been waiting for. There's not much she could do about it. I mean, that says something about how hot your uh, your show is, too, though, right? Mm-hmm. How you, you know, people doing that, people buying the tickets and then reselling them for triple the price and people paying it yeah but as i just sure, got a hot ticket i'm sure as an artist you want your you know people who can afford it to come and if they charging 30 dollars for tickets and people are buying them fast and charging 120 that hurts the the core of who you want to come see your, your real fans you know and then people are probably looking at it like why is she charging all this money for tickets and it's not her and it's and, not her and it's not her all right megan good was on the god's honest truth on Charlemagne's show on comedy central and she talked about perhaps becoming a registered gun owner We've been talking about guns in the, in the Second Amendment, and you're from California, right? Yeah. And there's been a, a lot of home invasions. Do you, do you think you need a gun? You know what's crazy is for a long time I felt like I didn't, but now with everything that's going on, I would feel more comfortable with a gun. Really? The reason before, my thought was like, if something did happen to me, would I have the time to pull out a gun to defend myself? But I think with like the home invasions and everything, if someone breaks into my house and I have time to grab my gun, I don't want to kill anybody or hurt anybody, but I will defend myself. Yeah, I don't knock nobody for, you know, what they feel or what they believe. But as far as me and my house, we are 2A all day. I encourage everybody to go out there and uh, purchase a legal firearm and learn how to use it. Because, hey, you just never fi- know. Yeah, and her father mm-hmm. was a member of the LAPD. So I'm sure that um, she could have had some great training, too, from her dad. Mm-hmm. I would just tell people, too, uh, get a lawn for your house. If you don't have a lawn for your house or if you do have one, set the alarm. Because a lot Yo, of people, times we have an alarm and we don't set it. My... Have to I, set the I alarm. got the wild alarm, but it's so crazy you say that because I was having that conversation this weekend because we've been talking about guns all week for whatever reason. And a lot of people have alarms and don't be turning them on. Mm-mm. I don't understand that. Mm-mm. The alarm is on. Put it on. And I will also tell you this, too. If you have an alarm, there's a feature. They call it the animal feature where the alarm, if it's a motion sensor, it only goes down to, let's say, your kneecap because what they do is allow if you have small animals in the house, the motion sensor won't pick it up. Criminals know that. That's why if you ever see videos, criminals actually crawl on the floor. We just saw one, a snake, they yeah. call him. Yes, yeah, snake. so the motion sensor doesn't pick up. <laughs> All so right. just giving people some knowledge. Well, that is your rumor report. And make sure you scream uh, the God's Honest Truth on Paramount Plus right now. You can watch that episode with Megan Good mm-hmm. on Paramount Plus right now. All right, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in 800-585-1051. And don't forget, there's uh, six days left to my car show in Miami. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your ticket. Celebrity cars from Khaled, uh, 50, Yo Gotti, Nikki Jam, uh, Nori, Trina, Flo Rida, Dwayne Wade, uh, Family Fun, Amusement Rides for the Kids, Santa will be there, all that. So uh, get your tickets. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
It's here, the most star-studded black western ever made. The Harder They Fall, directed by James Samuel, alongside a killer soundtrack that features original songs by Jay-Z, Kid Cudi, and more. Watch now on Netflix and stream the soundtrack now on all platforms. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Today, we've been on this radio 11 years. So I want to shout to all you guys out there for riding with us and, and, and just... Just staying with us the whole time, whether we did YouTubes, we were syndicated in other markets. Want to say thank you and shout out to uh, our friends, uh, Natina at Def Jam, who uh, provided breakfast for us this morning. Thank you, Natina. Thank you, Natina. She thank actually you, Natina. got me a special breakfast. I love you, girl. I, I saw they're having a Golden Girls um, con. She loves Golden Girls. That's her favorite Golden show. Girls. They're having like a whole little event for that. Yes. She is one at this point. Well, no, she's not a golden girl. Why not, not at all. Golden you your girl is a classic golden. show. That's golden. That's golden girl's like what? What would make you a golden girl? 40 and up. 60 and up. 40 and up. 60. Well, you a golden girl. I damn sure am and proud of it. <laughs> you a golden girl. All right, now, guess what? I can't wait to get even more golden. <laughs> all right? The opposite of, of, <laughs> of, of aging is death. So for all of y'all that like to lie about your age and don't tell people how old you are, man, you better start embracing those years. You're a golden boy. A golden golden kind. Whatever. <laughs> <He's a> whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'll take it. All right. When we come back, positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got a positive note. We do. And it's really simple, man. It's Monday. So I just want everybody out there to remember this one simple thing, man. Uh, give God your weakness and God will give you God's strength. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?